Hi folks, this is your Dispatch Riders podcast, a series bringing you exciting and enthralling Indian war stories. Stories about great Indian battles, stories about incidents that happened during wartime, and finally stories about the brave men and great leaders of the Indian Armed Forces. Stay tuned with me. Today's podcast is about the Siachen Glacier. Some Indians have only heard of the name Siachen, but few Indians, especially the Gen X, those born after 1995, know anything beyond the fact that there is a place called Siachen and there is some kind of conflict there. So welcome ladies and gentlemen to the Dispatch Riders podcast. Let's plunge in right away into the Siachen story. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen. About 5000 Indian troops are deployed at a height of up to 18000 feet above sea level since India first took charge of the Siachen glacier and its surrounding heights and passes. More than 1000 troops have died. Not so many due to fighting with the enemy but mostly due to extreme weather conditions. The temperature in the area is -50 degrees centigrade. The brave soldiers face avalanches, blizzards and whiteouts every day. Most of those who come out alive after serving the tenure of deployment have suffered from hypothermia, frostbite and hypoxia. In this podcast, we will explore the history of the Siachen conflict and the reason why the government of India spends almost rupees 8 crores every day and above rupees 3000 crores annually. to maintain troops in the Siachen region which is a barren glacier of no human use or importance that's after a very short break don't go away welcome back friends let's now talk a bit about the Siachen glacier the Siachen glacier 76 kilometers long is situated in the Karakoram range of mountains in the Union territory of Jammu and Kashmir. It falls from an altitude of about 18000 feet at a point now known as Indra Kol to about 11000 feet at its terminus. At the west of the glacier is the Saltoro ridge and to the east is the main Karakoram range of mountains. The Saltoro ridge with its passes on it the siala and the bilafond la is in control of the indian army since 1984 why did india militarily occupy this extremely difficult region here's the answer the saltoro ridge of the siachen glacier serves as a divide that prevents direct linking of pakistan occupied kashmir with china stopping them to develop geographical military linkages in the area Siachen also serves as a watchtower for India to keep a deep watch on Gilgit 
and Baltistan regions of Pakistan. If Pakistan gets the location advantage in Siachen, it would become a big threat to India from the west in Ladakh in addition to the Chinese threats from the Aksai Chin of the east. I will talk next about the Siachen dispute in just a while from now. Welcome back. So let's understand the dispute about the Siachen Glacier. Just southwest of the glacier is a point on the map called NJ9842. The India-Pakistan War of 1947-48 ended with the Karachi Agreement of 1949. This agreement delineates the India and Pakistan separation only up to the point NJ9842 after which, according to the agreement, the line of separation would continue and I quote, thence north to the glacier, unquote. If it was not for Colonel Narendra Kumar, nicknamed Bull, of the Kumau Regiment, an expert mountain climber, the Siachen story would have been very different. Siachen would have been a part of Pakistan. India's claim is, that the line of separation, therefore, should continue roughly north from the point of NJ9842 along the Saltoro range. Conventionally, borders are defined along natural geographic features like mountain ranges, ridges, etc. The first signs of trouble came to the fore when, in 1977, Colonel Kumar was the commandant of the Army's High Altitude Warfare School, located at Gulmarg. Considered the father of mountaineering in India, Colonel Kumar had just successfully climbed the Kanchenjunga before his assignment to the Warfare School. It so happened that a German expedition arrived who wanted to do a rafting expedition down the river Nubra. A couple of years earlier, they had rafted down the river Indus under Colonel Kumar's leadership. Kumar had become a part of this first civilian expedition due to the request of the then Jammu Kashmir Chief Minister Sheikh Abdullah to the army. When this German group arrived back in 1977, Colonel Kumar was requested once again to lead the expedition. His value to the expedition was his familiarity with the region and his skills. It was during the planning of this second expedition that Colonel Kumar found something strange in the American flags of the region that the Germans had brought with them. These maps showed the ceasefire line extending from the point NJ9842 eastwards right up to the Karakoram Pass whereas the line should have gone up north towards the natural ridge line of the Saltoro Range. Kumar immediately understood the significance of this unexpected alignment of the ceasefire line. It meant that Pakistan had redrawn the map, laying claim on new areas and the Siachen Glacier. Pakistan was attempting to link up with China through the Siachen Glacier. It required a huge amount of cajoling on part of Colonel Kumar and also payment of some money to the Germans to convince them to leave the maps with him. Colonel Kumar immediately brought this to the notice of the army's higher authorities. 
From then, there were two more expeditions sent to the area led by Kumar. These were highly confidential to the extent that not many in the army knew about it. In fact, one expedition was disguised as a civilian expedition. Kumar reported that while the expedition was in the area, they saw Pakistani helicopters and even a fighter jet flying overhead to track the expedition's movement. Kumar also stumbled across a lot of evidence that led to the fact that many mountaineering expeditions from countries like Japan had visited the area through Pakistan. I'll continue with this story in just a short while. Don't go away. Welcome back. When the Indians got serious and focused on these findings, they studied literature pertaining to that time. It showed that Pakistan had actively run promotional campaigns to attract mountaineers to climb peaks in that region. For every expedition from various countries, Pakistan issued permissions or denied them. Between 1975 and 1980, as many as five expeditions from Japan and one from America were given permission to cross the Saltoro Range and explore the Siachen Glacier. Pakistan may have been testing the waters, waiting for a reaction from India. Reports from these mountaineering activities were published in various journals, but India showed no interest. It was only as late as in 1978, during Colonel Kumar's expedition, that India took heed. By 1983, it was clear that India needed to keep a close watch on the Siachen. Army patrols were sent, but they never came across any Pakistani troops. These patrols came back by the time winter set in with nothing to report that was significant. The feedback provided by the patrols should have put Indian Army's Northern Command that controls all northern borders between India-Pakistan and India-China. But two strong protests lodged by Pakistan provided the first official indication of Pakistan's stand. In the protest notes, Pakistan requested India to withdraw its troops beyond the line of control between point NJ9842 and the Karakoram Pass. This was a clear indication that Pakistan had redrawn the border. That the Pakistan army was planning a mission to occupy the area by deploying troops in full strength came almost as providential intervention. Pakistan's plans were hit by an intelligence failure. Indian intelligence got wind of the fact that Pakistan had ordered very large quantities of high-altitude mountain equipment including clothing, high-altitude shoes and so on from London. India got the information about Pakistan's acquisitions. There were other intelligence inputs. Pakistan army cancelled the leave of its troops in the northern areas up till September 1984. Communication lines were being laid beyond the Skardu sector. I'll be back with more on this after a very short break.
वेलकम बैक फोक्स लेट्स नाउ टॉक अबाउट ऑपरेशन मेघदूत इन जनवरी 1984, द प्लानिंग फॉर ऑपरेशन मेघदूत कमेंस्ड द टास्क व क्लियर सिक्योर द सियाचिन ग्लेशियर सिक्योर बिलाफोंड ला सियाला सियाचिन लोलोफोंड एंड द टेरम सेहर ग्लेशियर्स डिटेल प्लानिंग वॉज कैरीड आउट फॉर द नंबर एंड सोर्स ऑफ द ट्रूप्स टू बी डिप्लॉयड the mode of deployment was by air so the air support arrangement needed to be firmed up logistics was the other big consideration on april 13 1984 the first helicopter took off at 5:30 am carrying captain sanjay kulkarni who later rose to become a lieutenant general and one jawan by noon 17 such sorties were launched transporting a total of one officer one junior commissioned officer and 22 jawans all of whom were dropped at bilafond la with this the operation meghdoot was officially launched the indian army beat the pakistanis to the glacier and the saltoro ridge by a matter of maybe one or two days as a result of this speedy action india occupied the saltoro ridge with all its passes as well as the siachen glacier pakistan's presence got limited to the plains on the west side of the saltoro range between 1984 and present numerous attempts were made by pakistan to dislodge indians from the saltoro heights but due to the advantage the indians had of being deployed at a higher altitude which provides an unobstructed view of the western side the pakistani attacks were neutralized at great expense to the enemy in the form of loss of human lives and other resources Had India not woken up to the nefarious designs of the Pakistanis, Pakistan would have taken control of the Siachen Glacier and along with China trapped India in a tight pincher grip. So that's the story of the Siachen Glacier. It is also the story of the sacrifices the brave Indian soldiers made right from the time when they were first deployed up there. We also salute every soldier who was deployed ever since as also those who are currently on a tour of duty in the Siachen glacier and its surrounding heights. Jai Hind. With that we come to an end of today's podcast. I'll be back with yet another podcast very soon till then this is your dispatch rider signing off bye for now